Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Duke Lamastra, and you're listening to the Simple Power Podcast, where we think practically about the presence and the power of God in our daily lives. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I'm so excited to be able to bring to you this week part two of my interview with business consultant Tim Walls. If you caught last week, episode number 35, then you already know what you're in for. But if you haven't, I really want to encourage you, go back and check out week number 35, interview part one with Tim Walls. Tim is a business consultant that partners with CEOs and business owners and leadership teams around the world, teaching them kingdom principles for accessing kingdom resource for specifically for business, but this applies to you no matter what you do in life. So go back and check out episode 35, but for now, this is episode number 36 and it's part two with Tim Walls and this session got really, really practical and please make sure you stay through all the way to the end, even if you have to come back and listen to it in a couple different segments or whatever, but there's a really cool time of impartation at the end, and I just believe that God is going to activate some uh, some some things in you for your advancement and for your growth in whatever it is that you're doing. So stay tuned. Episode 36 starts right now. One of the things that I've I heard from Bill Johnson years ago, he, he was talking about Abraham and he was talking about, you know, Abraham taking his son up on the mountain to, to, to sacrifice yep. him. And then at the last second, the Lord stops him and he's like, well, thank God Abraham kept listening to what he listened to what God said. Oh, That's goodness. awesome. He You're responded in obedience. Yeah. But thank God he kept listening. And, right. and then behind that, he made this statement, Bill, uh, Bill Johnson made this statement. He says, he says, so many people are, are, are stuck living by what yeah. God said yesterday yep. or yep. living by what God said in the past. And they're, and they're, they're so stuck to it that now they're missing what he's saying for That's their right. present and for going oh, forward. Man. So how do we do it, Tim? Like, how do we, <laughs> I know it's a weighty question, but how do we allow the spirit of God to lead us for these day-to-day things and these decisions that come up where sometimes you've got a deadline and you've got to, you've got some time to make a decision. And sometimes you've got to make a decision in the moment. Uh, just, just what do you think are the, maybe some keys yeah. or some things that, that, that anybody that, that all of us, we can implement in our lives to really just begin to, to hear more clearly and, and then responding in that partnership with the Holy spirit. Well, I, I think first of all, especially during this pandemic, we're in this, in the middle of a major worldwide pandemic with the coronavirus. I mean, that question is so relevant and so real right now for so many of us. To be honest, it's simple, but it's profound. And it comes down to relationship with him. It's this hunger and pursuit of like, God, I actually want to pursue you. I want you in my life. I want to walk with you. So many of us hear what we're talking about right now. And they want the quick solution. They want the quick uh, answers to fix the problems that are going on in their business. And how do we solve these things in the, our lives? Or even, you know, what do we do with these bills? And, and uh, how do we navigate these things? And uh, I had a guy, I had a, a business owner uh, in another nation saying, this is so simple, yet so crazily like profound that we just learn how to listen. We actually have a relationship with him. Like, it's yeah. crazy. We do this in our business. And so he's been a Christian for years and years and years and heard all these different things like this is crazy. So for me, for me, it comes down to starting with a relationship with God is like, I'm, I'm choosing to be hungry for him. 
Yes. And that's what church is where we equip and encourage people in the church. And I'm not a pastor at a church anymore. That's not my role. I'm, I have a business. I'm a business consultant, a coach. I work with CEOs. And so it's, I'm not here preaching at you. I'm saying I'm living this out and I get challenged in it and helping other people do the same type of things. This is not something like, let me have my 10 steps to method, uh, methods of how to implement into your business. Cause every business is so different. That's the thing. If people ask me, it's funny. And I know I'm sidetracking for a second, but people ask me, so what, what's your strategy to go into a business and like, what's the structure that you implement into each business? I'm like, there's no formula because I believe every business has its own creative expression that God intended to release into the earth. Wow. Yeah. And because they carry individuals that God has grace and unique gifting on their lives to release and equip others in that place. But we just, we take the, it's kind of been converted or perverted or, um, twisted outside the context that God originally intended it to be mm. because we get caught up into the patterns of this world. We get caught up into manufacturing and copying what everybody else has done. But I believe we actually get back to the original intent of what God designed that invention, that business, that idea to walk with him. Like you said, with, with Abraham in that process of hearing his voice, then staying in the word that we heard five years ago, 10 years ago, we'd actually see more expression of the kingdom, would see more creative, creative ideas and more profitability than we've ever seen before. And I can, wow. man, I can tell you so many crazy, incredible journeys and testimonies of people hearing the voice of God and things opening up, but it took time day after day of making, choosing to listen and navigate and pivot as he's leading us in that process. But going back to your original question, it's a relationship. It's, it's, it's saying, God, I'm pursuing after you. And then it's putting into practice. It's learning. I, so I, a couple of things I do. So in your business, obviously people that are listening to this, I believe that you're a believer. If you're not, um, contact Duke. He'll get you, help you get you set up and how to get, get saved because it's the yes. best thing you can ever do. Um, the, um, for me inside your business, some practical things that you could do right now. Um, it's being aware, learning how to um, be aware of what he's saying and doing. For me, I call them five-minute vacations. I actually stole that off of somebody else, but I love it. When we get into our business settings, so many of us get so caught up in the go, to go, 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 the task, the, the phone calls, the busyness. Mm -hmm. The more we're aware of the presence of God, the more we're aware of what he's saying and doing, the more we're tuned into listening to him. I mean, my wife can walk into the room 15 times. If I'm, not, I'm, I'm in my phone, not paying attention to it, I'm not going to be aware of what she's saying and doing. And it's not going to go yeah. very well for me. Yep. Um, so in that, it's learning how to intentionally turn and focus on him. So what I call is them five minute vacations. So throughout the day, put in, you get breaks throughout the day. If you're not taking breaks, you got to learn how to take breaks because you need that in your business. I don't care if you got a multi-billion dollar company or not. Yeah. You, de you can determine your schedule. That's not theoretical. That's practical. Take five minute breaks or 10 minutes or 15. What I do is I shut down the blinds. I shut the computer off and I'll stop and I'll just become aware of the presence of God or I just put my affection on God. I'll put some worship music on and I'll just learn how to be with him. So I'd set that up like four or five times throughout the day because what it does is it recenters me. It recenters me. It's just a practical really way of throughout the day, I'm going to recenter, recenter. Because then what happens, what I find is throughout the day, I'm like, oh God, what are you saying? Oh, there you are. Because I've tuned in, I've recalibrated throughout the day. And if I don't recalibrate, then I'm going to be way off focus as I keep moving throughout the day. Or I'm going to mm. caught up my old patterns of doing things. Um, so I think that's a real practical way of doing it. I think... Uh, learning, learning how to, uh, this is a whole nother thing of just the presence of God. This is something I do with CEOs and executives all around the world. It's like, I ask them the question, I'll be on a video call like this, or I'll be in front of them. And I'll just say, have you, have you ever felt the presence of God? 
And they're like, well, yeah, I, I guess. I said, no, think about a church service. What do you got prayed for? Think about when you've been in a devotional time, you just felt like something come on you or you, you heard a message or a song, you felt something like the tingling or you felt goosebumps or you felt a weight on you. Some people get heat in the back of your neck and some people feel this like thing lift off their head or, mm-hmm. or, or some people feel peace, all those things. I'm describing because it it's different for everybody. And I'll say, you ever feel that? Oh yeah, yeah, I felt that before. Great. I want you to close your eyes. Like, okay. So I have them close their eyes and I just stop. And I, I said, I just want you to turn your affection on God. What I mean by that is it's like, Jesus, I just love you. You're just mm-hmm. really good. Thank you that you love to come. And I just have them do the same thing. I invite the Holy Spirit. I just say, Holy Spirit, just come right now. And I can feel him come. Because for me, it's like the, this heat in the back of my neck. And others, it's this weight. And I just said, uh, just come. And I can feel him. I said, you're starting to feel now, aren't you? It's like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, more. I'm asking you to come more. And they'll start to feel the weight or whatever that they feel, this peace or this, this, the removing of the cloudiness. And I said, okay, great. I want you to open your eyes now. Like, what? Like, because, you know, when we have a spiritual moment and you're in a soft yeah. thing, you're like, okay, oh, that's so good. God, what are you saying? I'm like, I want you to stop. Like, what? I'm like, yeah. Now, what you just experienced is, is what you're invited to experience every time you walk into a board meeting, every time you walk in to meet with a client, every time you go sit down with an employee, because we know the presence of God changes everything. Wow. When God shows up, when Jesus shows up, everything changes, right? Yes. Okay. Then if that's the case, learning to be aware of what he feels like, we become more aware of when he comes. Hmm. And if we understand when he comes, we can turn our affection towards him and honor him because he's attracted to that honor. He's attracted to our worship. Honor is worship. It's worshiping him. So yes. it's like, oh, Jesus, you're here. Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes many times, but a lot of people don't recognize him. Yeah. Or we recognize and we, we just keep going. Oh, cool. You're here. Let's keep going. So the more we stop to become aware of what he feels like, and I'm not just talking about feelings here, guys. I'm not sure. talking about, let's just be feely, uh, all, all these feelies. I'm talking about when Jesus shows up, he's, there's a manifestation there. He's there. I know he's with me. I know he's in me. I, but it says, uh, I love what Bill says, the Holy Spirit comes on many, but he remains on few mm-hmm. because we haven't learned how to host it. Be aware, mm-hmm. honor him as he comes. So when I feel him to come, I'm like, oh, before even this meeting, as we're talking, I would stop and I would just become aware of the presence. Ah, oh, Jesus, you're good. And sometimes I get in the meetings, I forget. So I'm sitting there, I internally, I'm like, Holy Spirit, I just invite you. Jesus, I just love you. Oh, there you are. I'm telling you so much creativity, ideas. I'm in meetings I should never have business of being in. I'm mm. not qualified, dude. I don't have the MBA. I don't have the 20 years of business experience. But the so Holy good. Spirit has given insight and revelation to things. I sit there. I'm like, hey, have you guys ever thought of this? Oh, that's it. That's what we've been trying to talk about for the last two hours. I mean, wow. things like that come. Yes. But it's because I've just learned how to steward that. And the other thing is I don't want to lose connection with the Holy Spirit. Yes. So I talked about the peace. So I don't want to do something. that Same thing with my wife. I don't want to do something deliberately that's going to hurt her. Yeah. I don't want to do something that's going to disconnect us intentionally. So the same way with Holy Spirit, I just want to walk with him. And so I'm aware of the peace mm-hmm. and I feel the conviction. I'm like, oh, no, don't go there. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why can't I go to the store right now? Because I can feel this uneasiness. Holy Spirit, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm supposed to go. It doesn't make any sense. But I'm going to trust you even though I don't understand. Yeah. And this leads me to that last statement I'll say in a, to answer your question. When we pursue this walk with God, it's very risky. 
We have to give up a costly because we have to give up what we know and what we don't know. Yes. We have to give up things that we've depended upon. This is how you build a business. This is what we do in our business. This is how you make our decisions. This is how we hire people. This is what we do with marketing. This is the strategies, this is the, the trends, what we know. And we have to give up what we don't know because God says, hey, I don't want you to go this way. I want you to go this way. But this is what we've always done. This is how we've known, depended upon. Will you trust me? Because I got something greater for you. Wow. And then we step into something when God said, hey, I want you to go here. And I'm like, you want me to hire this person even though they're not qualified? Like, what's going to happen? Like, what are, what's the result of this? Can you trust me? Okay. I, you know, and it's just walking those things out. And bro, we make mistakes. We miss it. And that's part of the mm. journey of not condemning ourselves. Like, but God, I thought you said, it's just it's this playground. It's this yeah. journey. It's this joy thing. We'll make mistakes, but we're walking with God and yes. say, God, my heart is pursuing you. And I know that I trust that you're going to lead me in the process. Yeah, no, that's so good because I, I think, and I uh, uh, really appreciated that. I, I really, I really love that thing about the, the five minute breaks or the, you know, five, 10 minute breaks, whatever it is, where you, where you take a moment to just, just kind of, kind of reflect on him and, and, and what he's thinking and how he's feeling. And, and I think just that right there, everything you said was so good, but I think just that right there, if, yeah. if we would learn to live that way oh, to man. where it's not just because, you know, a lot of people, they spend time with God, you know, maybe in the morning or, you know, sometimes yeah. during the day or whatever. And then we think, all right, well, like, you know, I did it not in a bad way, not in like, oh, well, I checked that box off. Like, I yeah. did it, you know, not in yeah. a bad way, but then like throughout the day, we just can get caught up in stuff and not be aware. Yep, and when absolutely. we become aware, and it's not that we're looking, we're, we're trying to, to find his presence or get his presence back. It's a matter of becoming aware yes. of his presence that we carry, right? Becoming aware of his presence that, because he's inside of us. So he's always with us, but we can get so distracted and so focused on other things that he's just like, Hey, Hey buddy, <laughs> you know, I got, I, I got the answer, you know, I have, you know, I have what you need. And, uh, and, but, but again, you know, we just get, we get caught up in life and we go through, we go through the motions, uh, we do, do things, yeah. the stuff that we're, you know, supposed to do quote unquote. And then, but when we just taking, taking time to become aware of him and like you said, hosting his presence, becoming, you know, aware of what he's doing and honoring him. I love that word honoring him in that way of saying, God, like, I don't want to do this on my own. I want you here with me. And then with that, being willing to take a, take a risk yep. of res in responding to what he told you or what you think he told you, yep. uh, because none of us get it right a, a hundred percent of the time. No. <laughs> and, but being willing to being, being willing to take those, those risks, you know, I've stood on platforms and stuff to call out, you know, words of knowledge and different things inside. I'm shaking. Sure. Absolutely. Man. You know, inside I'm like, God, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be bold enough to do it and trust right. you. Yeah. And I wouldn't sit here and say that I've always oh, been hundred percent yep. right. You know what I mean? Definitely not. And, and then there's also the, the more practical thing when maybe you're in a store or you're, you know, I remember one day, like one of the first times that had ever happened to me when I really started to pursue this of hearing God's voice and ministering in the word of knowledge and stuff like that. I was running, I was out for a run and I was, and I ran past this one house and I just felt like God was directing me to that house and saying, go knock on their door. There's someone in there that needs to be healed. And I was like, yeah, right, God. And I just kept going, yep. and, but it was <laughs> eating there. Me up. like, Done I that. literally, it ate <laughs> yeah. me up all day. So I, I think it was probably a good four to five hours later when I was just like, all right, I guess I'm going on another run. <laughs> so I went back out, I ran back to the same house and, and I just stopped in and 
uh, turned out the guy there had a, had a heart condition and, you know, I met with him and his wife and we were able to pray together and stuff like that. But it was just like, well, uh, man. it was just yeah. one of those, one of those things where just being willing to put yourself out there and take a risk, trusting him enough that number one, even if you get it wrong or not a hundred percent right or whatever, that he's good enough and faithful enough to cover you. Because I think so many times we think that it's so much safer not to move than it is to, to take a, take a risk with the intention of honoring him. Does that make sense the way that I said that? Yeah. 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 I I think you're right on. And I mean, there's so many times, and I think humility, uh, so many times we take risk and we make mistakes. That's why I think for every leader, I share this all the time with leadership development is like, we, we've got to be humble. We've got to be teachable. We got to be authentic. We got to be vulnerable. I mean, if we keep those places, like we don't have it all right, but we're, we're, we're in that process of learning and growing in there. And um, it's risky, especially when you're leading a team. I had a client who uh, implemented this uh, crazy program cost her thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. I literally tens of thousands of dollars. And she spent hundreds of hours in her company, her, her employees did, implementing this process in the program. And um, it was just a struggle. It took them a long time to get up and going. I think it was like eight months after eventually, or six, six, six months after it got going. And then she had a dream. She had actually a sequence of three dreams in one night. She, and uh, this dream, um, somebody was trying to get into her house, into a truck, into something else. Um, and she got up and she's like, God, what are you saying in the midst of this? And the Lord spoke to her and said, this is this company that you just brought into your, your business, this platform, this, uh, this program into your business. They will destroy it if you let them stay there. Hmm. And he's just like, what am I supposed to do, Tim? Wow. I'm like, well, what do you, I mean, here's what I'm supposed to go back to my employees and tell them, hey, I had a dream. We're going we're gonna to cancel this thing we just worked on. and It's <laughs> not working. And I said, well, yep, you could. The other option is you wait six months. And find out that they actually are there and it actually brought destruction to your company. And you can say, hey, I had a dream. I should have paid attention to it. The reality is that God speaks through dreams. And I, I mean, I can go up and tell you so many uh, encounters or people that have dreams that have saved them, gave them strategy, gave them insight through the dreams. And she, so she did. She actually went back and said, hey, guys, we're canceling this. And they're like, why? Well, it might sound weird, but, and they, but her whole journey has been listening to God, like wow. hiring people. Uh, acquiring new businesses. God said, do this and she's done it. And so it's, it's not odd for her to do it, but it's still risky. And she feels the pain of it every time. It's like, am I really going to do that? Like, that's crazy. (laughs) But she's chosen to do it. And in the midst of it, she she got rid of this company, this program. God gave her another idea to implement the same strat, uh, different strategy, but the same um, uh, outcome, like trying to get the same outcome through a whole nother process. And it's accelerated far greater than the other company had. And so God gave her something in the midst of it. But even if he didn't, it was just choosing to be because obey because he sees things that we don't know. Yes. And so I would say this, the other thing you talked about disconnecting for the presence. I had a, a guy that's got about 250 employees, um, pretty big manufacturing company and distribution. And so we're talking and he's just scrambling that day. I get on the phone. I could tell, and by the way, we're talking about spiritual stuff right now. The reality is when we're talking, when I'm with CEOs, executives and a business, like they're talking about the practical decisions they have to make. And so he gets on and he's telling me all these different things of, yeah, I got this happened, this happened, and I'm frustrated with this. And he's going, I'm not sure what to do with this. Tim, what do you think about this and this with strategy process? And I, I could tell he's all kind of worked up. I'm like, yeah, having a conversation right now is not going to help you at all. This is not going to give us any results because 
let me just say this part, Duke, is this. If we try to answer questions in, with, when we're frustrated, irritated, or pressure, we're partnering with those spirits that are behind that because whatever we agree with, we empower. Um, and we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Ephesians talked about this. And so there's spiritual opposition going on. When we're anxious and frustrated or irritated or weighed down, where we actually are, if we, if we start to try to figure things out in that, we actually can engage and empower those things to in, and activate our, uh, empower them to be influential in the decisions and the wow. outcome of yeah. what we're doing. And so it's re- that's a whole other conversation but it's really important to be aware of where we're at when we're making decisions so he's coming to me all anxious and stressed kind of just like I, yeah i just got to figure out what to do with these things i'm like i'm not even gonna talk to you honestly <laughs> like there's no point in trying to make these decisions because i could ask you 100 questions but you're not in a place to actually you're not in a place of peace to mm. actually connect with what the lord's saying to do in, in the situations it doesn't mean we're going to sit there for five hours just waiting sure. for god to say it it's learning how to make decisions in connection because for me i have this internal checkpoint like Holy Spirit was specific. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's go. Or I'm making decisions and I can tell where the peace leaves when I start to schedule something. Or, mm. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Uh, something's off there. I need to stop and pull back. Uh, hang on. Let me just think through that. Holy Spirit, what's going on? And I don't know all the time. So sometimes I call a friend. Hey, can you help me out on this? <laughs> like, this seems weird. Am I off on this one? So I have other people to navigate. So I told the CEO, I said, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do. This might sound really weird. Um, cause again, I'm not a pastor, dude. I'm not, I mean, I've been pastoring. I'm not a pastor in church. So I'm like, we're talking business now. So I said to him, I said, we're going to do something real, a little different. I want you to sit there and I'm going to have you close your eyes. I want to turn some uh, worship music on for a minute. And we're just going to sit here quietly and I'm just going to allow you to get connected to the Holy spirit, to the presence. I'm going to stop what you're doing. And I, I want you, and we're just going to pray because you're in the place of anxiousness and you can't make good decisions out of that place. Yes. So I want you to stop. So I do. We do it for five minutes. Put on worship music, YouTube, let them listen to it. We're on video. We're on video here, by the way. Presence of God is not limited to location. Um, so we're there. I stop and I said, what are you feeling? He goes, that's probably the most practically productive thing I could have ever done all day long. Wow. <laughs> I feel like everything just shifted inside of me. This weight just lifted off of me. I feel like I just gained six hours of my day back. Like I, I, I didn't wow. know where I was supposed to go or what I was supposed to do. Cause I had all these things in my mind. Now I have clarity. Like, wow. I know what I need to do here. I don't even need to focus on this stuff. I like that stuff is taken care of. Like I, I know what I need to do with that. I just need to focus on these two things. Like it was this whole alignment came in the presence cause he got peace again. Mm-hmm. He got reconnected. So if you're listening right now and you're feeling anxious, you're feeling the stress, I encourage you to unplug and connect to him and watch what will happen. And if go for a walk, sometimes you just need to get out and do go for a walk. Sometimes you need to phone a friend. It's like, it's not the same formula every time, but learning how to just reconnect is so critical. So this is not a pastor saying this to you to encourage you to spend more time with God. This is like in day-to-day life. I could be at home and I do this at home. My wife, my, my kids and I are going at, I can feel my anxiety and frustration. And I want to discipline out of, out of frustration and control. And I have to, I have to disconnect and say, hey, guys, I need to take a break. I need a timeout. <laughs> I need to pull back because I'm going to react, and that's not love. Wow. That's fear control. That's me yes. trying to command and de- demand obedience and correct you out of a wrong place instead of out of love. So wow. I even there have to pull out. And this is the same thing in our business. If you're reacting to your employees because you're frustrated because of what they did, 
even though they deserve it because they did something wrong, we've got to manage ourselves right. Come to the conversation wow. and conflict out of a place of our heart being right in a good place. And, and that's, again, another conversation, but so that we can approach it with wisdom and grace and love and correction out of so love. So good. Hey, man, you mentioned uh, something a little while back about that turning aside to really just kind of position yourself uh, in that place of being aware of him and, and walking through life that way. And I, I just want to add this. Everything that you said is just, I'm just like, like yes, <laughs> let's do it, Jesus. Yeah. So good. I'm really, really grateful for you. We're, we've, we've been on for a minute, yeah. um, so we'll probably uh, start getting ready. I tend to, to talk too much there. Close this out. <laughs> no, man, I, I really appreciate it. It's, it's been good. so good. And uh, the, the thing that I got so excited about just when I saw you, just a little bit about you and what you were doing in the, in the business world, just taking these kingdom principles into the business world. I'm like, that's it. Like, that's what, that's what we need to do. And again, it doesn't matter where you are, what your profession is, what you're called to do, whatever that is, there's an expression of God for that. Whatever, whatever God is breathing upon for you to be doing with your life, he's called you to that for a reason. Yeah. Whatever you have influence over, you have authority over. Is that what yep. you said? So where God has given you influence in your, in your family, in your job, in yep. your business, your company, wherever, wherever you are, like, I don't care if you're at like the bottom level, you were the last hired, that's fine. Wherever you are, God's going to be increasing your level of influence, but wherever you are, it doesn't matter if your influence is with one person in that place or a thousand people in that place, God's given you authority. Just the fact that you are there and the spirit of God lives inside of you you have authority. And sometimes it's simply the authority. I've actually seen this with um, a couple of testimonies that came in from one of our, one of our church members in her place of business, how she's actually been shifting the atmosphere in her job. Love it. Um, just by being there, just by coming That's in right. from a place right. of peace, That's of right. having spent some time in the presence of the Lord and stuff like that and walking in Beautiful. and the atmosphere shifts and people start to act differently. Like there's less conflict around her just because she's there. And when we become aware of what we carry, that's, that's the right. reality. We carry him into the room with us. That's and right. it's not this thing where like, all right, well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm changing atmospheres today to get like weird about it. But, yeah. but just you being you, you living your life. And because you carry peace, you know, Jesus said even to his disciples, he said, you know, when you go into a, a home, when you go into a place, let your peace come upon that place, you know? Yeah. And so we walk in and it's not this thing like, okay, well, how do I put my peace on the place? Well, no, just be you. Just live your life. That's be good. connected with Jesus. And you'll start to see, and people will start to ask you questions like, what's different about you? You know, yeah. how come you don't flip out when, when the boss or when so-and-so does this? How come you don't respond the same way? And they'll start to recognize that you're different because you carry something. And sometimes it's a curiosity that gives you an opportunity to minister, to tell someone about Jesus, to whatever. Like that's like a, you know, the, the practical outworking of evangelism. But even just you being there, carrying his goodness, carrying his, his faithfulness, carrying his presence with you, you can really just begin to shift things where you are because you have authority. That's and good. I forget, I, I started to go into something then I, and then I sidetracked myself. But Tim, is there anything else that, uh, that you've got on your heart before we close this out? Anywhere else you no, want to? No, I, I would love just to pray for everybody. Because, uh, and just, but I think... I think to encourage you and, and just those listening is that we are anointed wherever we're at. Like if we care who we are, no matter where we go. And you just said this, like the present, what we carry is what we give away. If we're choosing mm. to partner, uh, choosing to agree and partner with things of anxiety, fear, stress, pr frustration, irritation, you know, offense, then we're going to carry that and release that into the situations. 
And so there's just the biggest thing is there's an invitation. What I'm watching, I am ruined for anything else because I've watched it happen before when I started out with consulting. I'm like, well, I've seen the successful people. And so that's not how they did it. So I'm kind of going back and forth and trying to navigate. I'm ruined now. I've, I've walked with too many business owners, too many things that I've seen happen that God has just broke through. And there's another way of doing this. And I'm convinced it's not when people say startups, you just got to grind. I'm not condemning anybody that did do that, but I do know there's another invitation because he says, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. Learn wow. from me. Yes. That there's an invitation. His word is either true or it's not. And I'm, I'm working within countries that God's either got to show up and do stuff because of the economy and because of the government and his kingdom is, is superior beyond that or it's not. I mean, the reality is in the desert, God provided manna and provided water to split or water to come out of rocks. And he provided things where there's no access to things. So if that same God can do that, he can provide for these other yes. countries that there's no, it's not United States. It's not where we have this, this the provision and opportunities that we have here. It's places where they can't just go down to a bank and get a loan. They can't just go here, but God shows up and gives yes. them strategy and insight and favor and doors opening. And we're seeing that happen. So it's, it's, this is the reality that this is an invitation for us all to, to, to go into a journey with God, to have access to things we've talked about, preached about, and wanted. But it, it's his it's invitation to walk with him. And as we do, he will lead us into this place of seeing things that we've never seen before. And I'm not talking like big, puffed up, like just trying to blow smoke. I'm saying there's practical things that God wants to release, ideas, solutions, strategies, peace. I mean, what would people pay for right now if you're running a business? I don't care if you got two employees or 500 employees to carry, walk it out with a place of peace and rest versus striving anxiety. Wow. What, what, would, what would you pay just to be able to have clarity and hear what God is saying hmm. to build a kingdom culture covertly, overtly, where police, people are empowered? A lot of people do this really well. But they're, they're doing it in a place where there's honor and empowerment and there's a place where there's, uh, but you're, you're creating a place um, uh, of strategy and innovation and people do do this, but it's, it's, it's taken out of the context of the kingdom. And there's, mm -hmm. there's good things like there's people that walk in their giftings, they're gifted by God, but they're not anointed. And so it's trying, it's, it's an invitation for us who carry a walk with God that are gifted by God to walk in the anointing, to walk in the supernatural grace wow. that God's called us to walk in, to access things that we cannot do before. Yes. So that would, is what I would want to leave people with before I pray is just that this is an invitation for all of us to be able to walk in this place. And I would, it's just saying yes to God. It's yeah. just saying I'm all in God. Okay. Help me walk this out. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just say, because you literally are living that out. You are uh, such a good example of that. You mentioned mm -hmm. like, you don't have the MBA, you don't, yeah. you don't have this stuff, but, but God called you to do something and you responded. You just said yes to Jesus and you've put yourself you. in that position. Yeah. He's, he's positioned you in that way where he's working through you. So to where you have influence with people that are multimillionaires, you know, and, and people that have these huge enterprises and that are, you know, are doing these tremendous things you have influence with those people and that didn't come from, you know, for some people that influence can, can come through the, the training for you. You've allowed the spirit of God to lead you and he's just opened up the doors for you to have so much influence. And so I just want to say too, that, that right there, you said the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy that prophesies right there. So for anybody listening that, might be wondering, you know, maybe you have a word from the Lord or you have yeah. a passion inside of you, a dream that God put in your heart and you've been wondering, well, 
where do I, you know, how do I do this? I don't have, I don't have the training. I don't have the connections. I've never done this before. I don't have the knowledge. Some people, God wants them to get the training and God wants them to, you know, go to school and different things like that. So again, it's not one size fits all, but I just want to encourage anybody that may be in a similar situation where you're wondering, well, this is what God showed me. And I'm not even close to that. Listen, God declares your end from the beginning and it's a process for, for you to walk out with him in conjunction with him. But yeah, he, he will, he has already looked ahead and provided within that word, within that dream that he's given you is the full power, the grace of God to accomplish it and to get you to that, to that point. And from the minute that he spoke it, it was already done. It was already accomplished. So it's a matter of walking it out. And he'll lead you, he'll open the doors. And just as you do that, as you go through it, just that listening and obeying, walking with the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't have to be this thing, well, I got to do it the way everyone else has done it. You know, take Tim's example. I think it was just really, you know, really beautifully laid out. Take take the example that that Tim has set and say, you know what, God, I'm going to do it your way. God's way is way better than anything that you could try to come up with on your own. His way is a lot faster too, because sometimes we think, well, I got to do it this way because this is figuring out like, this is where we need to do it. But what grace does is even if there's a waiting period or whatever, when God says, all right, now's the moment he can just advance you 16 years in a minute. It's just the way he is. It's so true. Let me, let me just clarify too, because some people can be mis misunderstanding something I said, just because it doesn't mean we throw out the trainings, the principles, the the, the, the methods, sure. the strategies, sure. but it's knowing what the Lord's breathing on. It's like scripture. If you take, you could take any scripture and apply it to anything you want to, but it's knowing what the rhema word is. What is the Holy Spirit saying about this? And the presence over Trump's principle, you know, I go based upon principle, but I go by presence, but the voice, because the presence and the voice is Simon, like um, the same t- thing, like yeah. they, they, they go hand in hand. So it's learning, like even in marketing. Okay, there's a thousand marketing strategies. Holy Spirit, what are you breathing on? It doesn't mean like I have to come up with my own new one. It's knowing what he's saying and breathing on. Uh, the same thing with other strategies and process because there's a incredible books out there, incredible uh, strategies. That, it doesn't mean we throw that stuff out. I'm not saying don't be foolish and don't yes, be educated. Yes. Be a good, excellent steward of, of learning your trade, learning what you're doing. Go after good, it. So but good. knowing what the Lord is saying like he might say, go after the training. You need all the education. Walk with me. I want to show you things. And it might take you five years. But he also might say, hey, no train, go. And so just knowing what he's saying and doing so with good. wisdom and counsel from the outside, as you also, uh, as well as navigating that. I, it's not just my journey, but there's so many other people. It doesn't necessarily accelerate it right now because he might say go. And then we're like, where is this? God, I thought you said we're going to go here. Where is this happening? Why sure. isn't it happening? But what you said is so true is when he says go, he can make up more time than we could ever happen before. And right. I want to release this prophetic word because I believe this is actually going to be happening for people. It's over a number of years. Uh, I'm sorry, about four years ago in Reading, we had a or California, we had a significant drought. Um, and they said it's going to take 10 years to catch back up, to re, to replenish the water into the ground, into the lakes, to be able to catch back up to where we're at. Within one season, one season, we had more rain that refilled the lakes and the land that we were Come out of on. the drought. 
And I felt like the Lord said in the beginning of this year, and I'm going to say it and to release over people, is what you just said, Duke, is true, is that when there's a grace, when God says go, he will bring things to pass that would take shorter times than they ever have happened before. And I believe that we're going to experience a revelation, no, I'm sorry, acceleration period of time, that God is on a Kairos move. He's in the most of a time season where he is doing things. He said, I'm looking for the people who say yes to me. If not, watch out because I'm going. And I believe that that has been... um, Something has been stirring my heart and other people's I know as well. But this is a time where as we listen to God, there's an access point to access things or see things to be released that God has been waiting to, to release into the earth. But he's looking for those people to say yes. And as we say yes, there is an accelerated time period. But I do see things that have been held up. I just say right now, there will be things that have been held up, but the Lord's going to replenish quicker than it ever you could ever imagine. That 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 ten year season is going to be taken care of in a once one once one winter season for us. It's winter is rain for us, and so I just declare that right now that the the thing the accelerated process of replenishing, of replenishing, of replenishing that which has been taken, that which has been desert season will be restored to you today. That God will begin. I just see calls coming in too, and I, I you know I think it's like something around do because i said this to him before but there's calls coming into people to open up doors i release that right now the access points are going to come in where um points of access where people are going to get calls uh of payback things that are owed to you as well as opportunity two different things are going to happen people are going to call you or contact you for things that they owe you to replenish things that have been taken and then also opportunities are coming in i see that happening and i'm not saying that just like to, 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 to make up something. I see the Lord yeah. just doing that. So I believe as you're listening to that, I believe there's a grace period of time. I see seven days, the seven next week, some things are going to begin to happen. Um, uh, that the doors and access points are going to happen and payback. And if you get that, I want you to contact Duke, send an email on to him, but there's going to be opportunities and release of a uh, replenishing quickly replenish you quickly so i bless you right now and lord i just ask right now even as i close out that there just be a grace on people just encounter you to experience you to walk with you to yes, know god. you to, to to hear your voice to experience yes, who you are for them in their situation in their in their life so lord i just thank you for what you've done in my life and the, the people i've worked with but lord i pray even now that that would go further in every person that's listening that they'll experience your nearness especially during this time of of the pandemic and covid lord people that have lost everything, people that are in desperate need of relational uh, restoration, of of healing in the marriages and the families and their their work and the business. God, you're the God of miracles. You're the God of more than enough. You're the God of abundance. We are created to walk in the abundance with you. So Lord, I just ask right now for breakthrough, for healing, for restoration, for comfort, for your nearness to come to them right now. So I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, so good. I received that. Thank you, that. Duke, for having yeah. me, man. It's been great. Sorry, it's been so, I, I know it's longer than normal, but I uh, I pray that God will just bless each one of you. Yes, absolutely. No, I really appreciate you you being here, Tim. It's really really an honor. But uh, hey, real That's quick, good. just before yes, I sir. close it out officially, um, anybody that maybe was stirred by what you shared and wants to to reach out, how can they find you? Well, first of all, make sure you click the like and subscribe to this podcast for Duke. Number two, if you got a testimony or something, send a message to Duke and just let him know, hey, this just happened. That's really, really important because not only does it encourage um, the podcast and what's being done, but also encourage others too to hear what God is doing through this. As far as me, I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, and Facebook, other social media things. Um, 
uh, they, they're welcome to check out my website, although it's pretty bad right now. We're redoing it uh, to the businesssherpa.com. And so again, that's businesssherpa.com. There, you can contact form there, you can get a hold of me there. But um, really, honestly, my, my biggest thing is if you, if you want to know more, uh, a great avenue is just to reach out to Duke, say, hey, how do I keep developing this? How do I keep walking this? Because he's sharing a lot of great insights to just partnering with Holy Spirit in this podcast. All right. Thanks, Tim. And, you got uh, it, man. Thanks yeah. again. Love you, brother. And thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in. Hope you have an awesome, awesome week. Continue to stay safe out there. Appreciate you guys. I look forward to being back with you next week. Thanks again.